And welcome to episode two of the Jack Entertainment Network Daily Show. We're going that direction, ladies and gentlemen. Monday through Friday, hopefully by noon, we'll have a new episode up, chock full of fun stuff that we're doing that we hope will encourage you to create. Use your imagination. Really put it to the test. Flex it. Work it out and see how much better life can become when you simply use the greatest superpower that you have. Lots of fun stuff on the show today, as well as we're adding a new segment to kind of open everything up called our Red Alert Report, which is the stories that, uh, frankly, I didn't want to go into when it comes to this podcast. I want this at this entire outreach to be more about encouraging you to brainstorm more dream more, do more, create more, learn more about new technologies and how they can enhance and add value to your business, your organization, your hobbies, your family life. But there are certain things that have come across the pipeline that I'm like, okay, there's a strong possibility that inside of this corporate media structure and plus everybody is all over the place and it's hard to catch eyeballs. So I'm going to do my part to share with you those stories that I've come across that I believe are a very significant importance. And I'll explain to you why as I share. We've also put together a new blog post thread, stream, however you want to refer to it, that will include our show notes from every episode to where the things I talk about, you'll be able to go to jackentertainment.net and from there, or link through wherever the links are that you're listening to this podcast. Anyway, jackentertainment.net, look for the show notes. They'll be in the content section and it'll give you the links to everything that I'm talking about today and then hopefully every day, Monday through Friday from now until the end of gym. So, now, with that said, let's uh, get straight into it. Now, first, I want to really stress the importance of this Red Alert report. Now, there's a lot of fantastic YouTubers, independent journalists, the folks off of the grid, if you will, who are gathering information that's being reported from all around the world, and more importantly, let's be real, right here in the good old U.S. of A., who have been either shadow banned, straight out banned, or held back by algorithm suggestions. And that's not good. Because why? That is an absolute attack on the First Amendment. Their arguments there, of course, are whether they're private companies and they can do what they want. Well, I'm not going there. Don't care. doesn't matter. They're going to do what they're going to do. That's going to play out as it is. However, one story really grabbed me yesterday on Sunday. Now, I don't know if you follow any of the RT news, RT.net. Now, this is a Russian-produced news outlet based out of moscow and they've got offices in the u.s and other places around the world but i from my personal experience in having read their content watched their videos and things along that line i have been pretty impressed with they're pretty middle of the road they really are there's not if you go into the op-ed stuff you can find a lot more um slantedness, bias, conjecture, but that's anywhere with everything, right? Right. So anyway, rt.com, do yourself a favor and follow them as a news source as well. And then, and then cross check them. 
It's your responsibility to do that with CNN, with Fox, OANN, any of them. Cross-check all of them to make sure that you, you, know, you can take one side, the other side, and then in the middle where there's the truth. But RT.com, I recommend. I've got the app on my phone. I got the alert. And this is the one that grabbed my attention that, well, it actually created this red alert red alert report section of the daily podcast. Uh, if there's nothing going on, I ain't talking about it. However, today there is. What's happening is that journalists, mainly freelancers, have been warned that they cannot or they should not write for what's considered to be banned websites. That's a big problem, okay? Just on the topic, just right there topically, you can say, wait a minute, that doesn't sound good. First off, who banned the website, and why is this a big deal? Because what this is, is you've got the United States Department of the Treasury, the United States Department of the Treasury, putting out this edict and warning that journalists who participate with those particular sites that are deemed apparently by the United States Treasury to be whatever. I'm not going to go through the unnecessary adjectives and name-calling because it's absurd. But these journalists have been notified, freelancers have been notified, that to provide content for those sources can and possibly will lead to fines in uh, in excess of six uh, you look at six figures man three hundred thousand dollars three hundred thousand dollars for reporting that's not i mean that that's terrifying okay i don't care where you are in the debates of all the things that have the the country and the world divided that's irrelevant because the main thing is is that division can never be closed without discussion open discussion whether you agree with this or you agree with that it doesn't matter you've got to have the ability to agree or disagree to be able to learn the different sides of the story like you say you got the left you got the right you got the middle where there's the truth and the united states department of the treasury is warning freelancers that they can be fined up to three hundred thousand dollars for actively providing content to what they determine as banned websites. What's the criteria? Not sure. Doesn't matter. Could be mine. And that's just not cool, man. Because overall, this this podcast and all the outreaches with all of the Jack Entertainment Network properties is about inspiring and motivating you. To shut that down because if we happen to report or have an opinion or put something out that goes against whatever is being deemed inappropriate by the government of the United States of America, which they do not have the right to do. Sorry, folks, don't don't buy into the narrative of, well, it's for safety. No, there are two stories here I want to point out to you where that's bad. First off is the first one to where the U.S. is threatening six figure fines for contributing to banned sites. Now, that's coming from a freelance journalist reporting to RT. You can go to the uh, jackentertainment.net to get to the link or go to RT, and you can search that out. Because I bet you this is going to not make the corporate round. You might find it on some of the more conservatives, maybe, like a Tucker Carlson, maybe, possibly. I don't know. Um, And you may find it in the alternative media like Alex Jones or David Icke. Maybe, possibly. Don't know, because this is one of those little blurbs that came in. There it is, 
and now it's just at the bottom of the page. But you need to really look at this for yourself. See what this man is saying, that he received a letter that's warning him, which he hasn't written for this particular site in quite a while, apparently, but that's irrelevant. Okay, but that is weaponizing the United States Department of the Treasury against the First Amendment and you and me here in the United States of America. That cannot be accepted. What do I suggest as a solution? The best I've got is, first off, keep being you, do your thing however you're doing it, and, and stand tall and proud of that. You're protected by the First Amendment. Secondly, write, call, email, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you're connected with your state and federal representatives in both the Houses and the Senates. Let them know, because there's a possibility they are not aware of this. Let them know. Awareness is key. Point them out. Take them to the article. Take them to this podcast. Take them to jackentertainment.net. Get the information in front of them so they become aware of what is happening with this. Now, moving into the next story that popped up kind of a little serendipitously, if you will, after I saw that one, was actually from, of all places, Yahoo News. I'm not a fan. I find most of their reporting to be weak, lackluster, and extremely biased. Don't like it at all. However, this particular story made me go, now, wait a minute, there's a project called Operation Whistlepig. It's, in, it's inside the secret CBP unit where there are no rules that investigates Americans. Okay, now going into the full details of it, uh, again, I point you to jackentertainment.net. Take a look at the story, click through, and you're going to see something that should really scare you. Okay, in a nutshell... What's happened here is there's this particular government organization, CBP, as part of the uh, the government or the uh, the Border Patrol, which is in turn an offshoot of Homeland Security and the CIA and all the other intelligence agencies. Well, thanks to the Patriot Act that was signed by George W. Bush back in 2001, that gave them really overreaching powers into surveillance of American citizens. Of course, now. We did that, and everybody signed off on it because it was for the sake of safety following the 9-11 attacks. But, again, it's like you give an inch, a mile is taken. And this is a fine example of that because this particular journalist that's being spoke of here uh, discovered, found out that actually one of these uh, agents with this particular CBP organ division had, well, dug up all the data and information you could imagine to find on a person with a couple keystrokes. It's easy. And even that agent testified that, yeah, they all do this. It's not a big deal. They've got access to all these databases that has all this information, not just on her. If they've got a database on her, they have a database on you. They have one on me. Why? Because we've given it to all of them. First off, we went with the Patriot Act, which allowed for the, the, the legal gathering of this information. And then secondly, we provided it through all of our social media streams that we've been sucked into over the past 10 years. Again, I'm not going to go down the argument of whether that's right, whether that's wrong, good or bad. doesn't matter. You make your own choice there. But I will tell you, when it comes to all of these social media platforms, even in this one, information is being gathered. What you share is what you share. But for the companies to use that to try to build algorithms to send you the right ads so you'll buy stuff, understandable, it's capitalism, rock and roll. But to see that any entity inside of 
the intelligence community of the United States government has access to this, think about it. Would you want, you know, uh, Earl from down the hall just got done scrubbing the toilet, met a pretty girl. He's like, I wonder if I can look her up. And he could probably get into the database room. I mean, it's just that loosey-goosey, according to this report. So again, go to jackentertainment.net and check out that story about Operation Whistle Pig. What a terrible name to begin with. Uh, and then the third story I'd like to bring to your attention in this Red Alert report is I want you to be mindful of the manipulation that does happen inside of the media. Once again, yesterday, Sunday, uh, December the 12th, 2021, a headline blasted out across the news aggregate sites like Drudge Report, Bongino Report, and some of the others. Um, and I, I, I kind of glanced over at like CNN and Fox just to see what all was happening, if they were reporting on it. But the headlines read that Julian Assange, the founder of WikiLinks, who's been in jail for a long time now, uh, and also in uh, you know laying low and blah, blah, for all the information he put out that was leaked from the intelligence agencies in the United States, Anyway, uh, now that the U.S. has won their their extradition case against Assange, now they're going to, um, you know, well, he's coming. There's an appeal going on, but he's a coming. But the headline reads that with all of the stress, Assange has had a mini stroke. That's the way they read. It's the headlines are framed in a present tense as if it just happened with the announcement of the U.S. winning this extradition. But when you click through and you read the actual articles, they do have the real information in there that this mini-stroke actually occurred back in October. Okay, Why does that matter? It matters because the headline itself is very manipulative. Because it gives you, sure, okay, let's say it's just clickbait. Fine, be clickbait. But... What if it's not? It is a matter of manipulating your perception that Julian Assange just had a stroke. Well, that's just spooky, isn't it? Because this guy can really rat on the government and all the things going on inside of the intelligence agencies, and it looks like he may just very well get Epstein. You don't know that. Nobody's claiming that. However, the framing is there, and that's top of your mind. But it occurred back in October. So being in October... Instead of now, that's a different story altogether. I just want you to be aware of that manipulation. So with all that said, I am going to take a quick break, and we're going to get back to the fun stuff, the updates coming from all the Jack Entertainment Network properties. I do hope you'll stick around. Take a little bit of time, 30 seconds here, to hear me talk to you about this incredible platform that allows me to record this podcast called Anchor. Welcome back to the show. I'm Jim Bumgardner, and I'm very glad that you are here for the Jank Entertainment Network Daily Show for this Monday, December the 13th, 2021. And again, I want to I want to first and foremost again thank you for checking this out and then also um appreciating your patience as I get comfortable inside of this podcasting realm. I'm using the Anchor platform to record. Uh, it's very user-friendly, and uh, again, check it out. If you've got something you want to say and you want to do it in the podcast way, this is a really nice setup, and it really is. It's cool. So anyway, with that said, uh, let's get back to the show, okay? So we did our Red Alert report. We talked about the things that you want to pay attention to that aren't so great, um, but we want to focus on the solution because everything has a problem reaction solution in this world. And I believe the problem and reactions to everybody else. And I want to talk about solutions. And now the way I see solutions coming about are by way of embracing the true you. Okay. Um, 
I'll be a little esoteric, a little metaphysical, a little philosophical, a little psychological. All of it kind of rolled into one because with this, I am sharing with you my personal experience over the span of the last two years over March 2020 or since March 2020. Now, mind you, of course, this has been, um, you know, a lifetime journey. The things that I've experienced and done and created and enjoyed uh, or got my teeth kicked in, the backside beat, whatever, you know, it, it all led to this moment in time right here, and that's why I'm taking these steps. But in taking those steps, it took a lot of soul-searching and reflection to figure out what and why am I cracking the mic open. Because that's, that's so important. Why are you opening the mic? Why are you doing what you do? Because if I'm going to take time from you, and you're willing to give me that time, I want to make it worth your while. I want to add value for the swap, right? So... With the Jack Entertainment Network, and the reason that we use the term network is because with the elements that are being put into the full Jack Entertainment property, um, it comes from myself, also my wife Alicia, and, my, and our daughter Caitlin. Now, at this first stage of the game, you're going to see a whole lot more from me, the J of the group, from than, than the other two because, well, I'm building everything. And that's just been my role. I'm the, that uh, COO guy. I'm the chief operating officer, right? But I've also been, you know, a, a broadcaster for 30 plus years. And it's just what I do. I build it. I make it nice and fun. I level the ground and then the girls come in and play. And they bring a lot of great stuff to the table. And you'll see that too. But anyway, let's get back to what I'm talking about today, okay? Uh, first update comes from our superpower.quest outreach and the superpower.quest outreach, just to kind of get you up to speed on it and what it means and what it's for, is inside of every single one of us on this planet, don't care where you're from, what you do, what you think you are, what you think you're not, inside of every one of us walking around is a power that is on top of the abilities of Superman. And that means a lot coming from me. You'll see that in the years and weeks and months to come. Kind of did that backwards, didn't I? Oh, wait, time is irrelevant? That's nah, a whole different thing. But anyway, with the Superpower Quest, this outreach is to help encourage you to go a little deeper in your thoughts and understand that where do your thoughts come from? I would venture to say, and I put it out there for you all, it's your imagination. And what is your imagination? Your imagination is the direct window and connection from this physical five-sense reality to your soul, and the infiniteness that is the real reality. I know, if you're not keen on that line of thinking, great. Enjoy yourself somewhere else, because there are other folks who are looking, just as I was, and I found this truth to be so true, and I'm able to express it through these outreaches, these programs, these shows, these blogs, these articles and creations. And I'm hoping that in my actions, I can encourage you to do the same. So with this first look from the superpower.quest outreach, I want to share two things with you. The first one is a new social platform that was I've just discovered over the past few days, uh, the one fellow that I know his name is Dr. David Martin. Okay, and I just recently learned of him and his works and efforts in uh, speaking truth on a lot of things, bringing some evidence forward for your consideration. And I came across his presentation on davidike.com. That's I C K E, davidike.com, where he goes into naming the they behind the 
certain aspects with the vaccines and such. It's very interesting. It made me think. And then also in that presentation, he promoted his ActivateHumanity.com. And I went and took a look. And it's a social platform you can download for your phone. It works very similar to Facebook, but it's uh, it's not Facebook because the folks who are gathering there, last check was around 10,000. Uh, these are folks who are of the same like mind of we're looking for the solution. We're looking at, we're addressing the problems and seeing the reactions, but we're also looking directly into the world of solutions because that's that's what we need, right? And we don't necessarily need the solutions that are being offered from the folks who created the problem and the reactions. So with that said, activatehumanity.com. If you go to jackentertainment.net, you will find a link that will send you straight over there to where you can get, take a look, check it out. And if it feels right, it felt right to me, sign up, download the app, participate in some conversations, see what all's going on. Check out the content that Dr. David Martin puts out. And I think you'll be, you'll be glad you did. Again, activatehumanity.com. Moving into the second part here with the superpower.quest report update. Uh, Jake Ducey. I don't know if you're familiar with this young man. A uh, very bright-eyed fellow. And he had the long, crazy surfer hair. Looked like just another wacky, new-age, uh, uh, you know, uh, the secret law of attraction kind of guy. Uh, and, but for whatever reason, earlier this year, in 2021, uh, the algorithms on YouTube threw him in my purview. And so I started watching some of his stuff. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. A lot of the same stuff that you hear from a lot of the other folks online, the YouTube gurus and things like that. And I found him interesting. I, I liked his presentation and to see a young guy such as himself doing what he's doing, but then also learning more of what he's done as far as his accomplishments in that role of motiv motivator, motivational speaker type. It's like, man, this is pretty cool from a young guy like that. It's like to know if, to, if I would have been that young when this started, that'd be pretty cool to see where we are, but that's a whole other ball game. But we're not worried about that right now. We're talking about Jake Ducey. And the reason I'm bringing him up is over this past weekend, he posted a new video on his YouTube, on his YouTube channel and the message inside of there rang so remarkably true and synchronistic. That's the key word, synchronistic, with the reveals that I've had come and congeal for me back in September, October of this year. It's like the, the words lined up to where I understood where I need to be and what I need to be doing. And hence why I'm doing this podcast and all these things I'm updating you about. But the synchronicity and the synchronistic thing that Jake mentioned in this particular video that I'm suggesting to you, again, jackentertainment.net, you can go to the show notes, get directly to the link. But inside of this, he's, he's pulling out from the Bible, okay, the Holy Bible of the Christian faith. He is pulling out from the New Testament uh, a particular passage and talking about basically imagination being an entity in and of itself with us, a sense inside of us. It is our window to the soul. And that's what I just told you that's got me going. And that is absolutely huge to me because we were saying the exact same things without having said it together before. Because again, I've never met the young man who'd like to someday buy him a cup of coffee or even buy me a cup of coffee. But the point is, he isn't the only one either. There's a lot of other folks who are opening up to this importance of imagination as not just 
the wiles of the child's mind when talking to the imaginary friend or having imaginative adventures. No, 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 no. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the anim the imagination as literally a a talent, a gift, a skill. A I mean, it runs the gamut of a thing. A thing, a real solid physical thing that's not exactly solid, but it does create the physical solid things. Proof. Tell, think of anything you've ever thought of. Don't care what it is. Anything you've ever thought of. Now, where did that come from? Was it a memory or was it something new? Or did a memory get inspired to do something new with that previous knowledge? Where does that come from? That's not a chemical reaction in the mind, or in the brain, I should say. And I'll never buy into that. Because the brain is an organ. It is a repository for information, stored information, just like a computer. That's what it does. That's its job. It protects the rest of the, the, the physical form that we have here. It keeps us alive. It keeps us from doing dumb things. You put your hand on the stove. Oh, that's hot. You remember that thanks to your brain. And you don't do it again. The imagination, however... That link to the soul, that expression of the soul that actually makes sense when you think about it. You have a spirit and a spark inside of you. We all do. And the imagination allows for it to come forward. And the more you imagine and use your imagination, the more you will do things. Think about it. The first time you even washed a dish, you had to think about how to do it, right? And then at the end of the day, you had nice clean dishes. Or you goofed up and they weren't that clean. Didn't get all the soap off. Oop, there's a little something stuck. The point is, and then that information goes back into the brain to record for the next time so you know to double, triple check yourself in rinsing the dishes or scraping the plates. Right? Right. So I hope that makes sense. And uh, we're going to expand that more. But I do want to recommend you check out that particular video. The link is at jackentertainment.net from Jake Ducey. Very interesting. And check out some of his other stuff, too. And as always, when it comes to the recommendations... You know, don't just take my word for it. Listen to it and, and look for the discernment yourself. Cross-check it, fact-check them as you see fit. Okay? It's important because you're going to see what I've seen and what guys like Jake Ducey and many others are seeing right now during this great awakening. Turning down to the Jim's Toy Box segment of the program today. This one was a lot of fun here. This is a graphic. I, I challenged myself to create new packaging graphics stuffs starting back in October of this year. And my jimstoybox.com blog and website, been doing that for, gosh, close to a decade now, and uh, mainly talking up uh, my favorite toy line of all time, the, from the 8-inch action figures to the Mego Corporation. Interesting saga there, and you can learn more about that at jimstoybox.com. But what I've got there right now is it's a fun story. I received an action figure, an eight-inch Mego action figure, Rocky Balboa, in his training attire with his sweats and everything, and a little black beanie from a friend of mine. And uh, it's a ZLC Collectibles exclusive. So a little shout-out for them, because I think it's great that they're working with Amigo Corporation and doing an exclusive like they once did, once upon a time ago, with Sears and things like that. Anyway, that's just neat to me. But that's that point. Uh, anyway, so I have this action figure, and I was like, well, this is kind of neat. I love taking the pictures and making little funny things. Check it out. Um, and I, back in October, though, I uh, had got an itch, and my eye was uh, captivated by cereal boxes. I had seen at a flea market, and I got to thinking about that. Cereal boxes were so cool. I guess they still are to an extent, but there's so much entertainment and value packed on a cereal box 
that, you know, you kind of like don't think about it that much. But I remember as a kid, you know, you're sitting there, you're reading the box or you're eating your big bowl of sugar and having a great morning and watching cartoons or whatever. Uh, anyway, and I got to thinking about that. And then I got to thinking about Migos as a brand and Cheerios and it just kind of ran together and voila, I came up with that little parody box. And so I designed it up, printed one off, and I was like, well, that's kind of fun. Then when I received the action figure, the Rocky Balboa in his training attire, the ZLC Collectibles Exclusive, um, I was like, well, that, that kind of makes sense. The perfect balanced breakfast for super training for a super, super duper guy and Rocky Balboa. And lo and behold, there it is. And so right now on the toy box, you can go and you can read more about that figure as well as you can print off your very own uh, uh boxes to make up because they're fun i've got one in the eight inch scale and one for 12 inch scale for like barbies and things like that but another reason that i'm bringing that to you today is to think about for again this is about encouraging you to add value to your business organization hobby family um what could you do in your business organization da, 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 um with a cereal box to promote what you do hmm there's just a seed to plant. But go check it out at jimstoybox.com and download and print it off and cut it out and put it together and see how you can start your day the Mego way with a big old bowl of Mego's inspiration. Up next in this updates inside of the world of the Jack Entertainment Network. Uh, this one's fun from our Paranormal.Quest outreach. This one was kind of a funny idea because it was so absurd. If you go to Paranormal.Quest, uh, you'll see, or in the Jack store, I've got it all across all platforms, uh, or all of our outreaches. Anyway, an idea hit me because, okay, let me step back just a little bit. Over the past few years, I'm sure you've seen the adult coloring books. And, and I, I don't judge anyone for anything they do that helps them relax, to get inspired, to just unleash a little creativity. I think it's great. I do. The adult coloring book, you know, it's, I, I was really surprised inside of that genre how serious folks take those things. Uh, and also how complex the books are. I'm like, wow, that's kind of neat. Anyway. I got to thinking, I was like, how fun would it be to have an introductory to the world of the paranormal uh, with uh, a series based on conspiracies? Hey, that'll be fun. Uh, because why? Because it's absurd. And it literally made me laugh as I started working on this thing. Uh, the first volume that's coming, because I'm doing 13 volumes, because I broke it down into the different um, categories from conspiracies and secret societies, personalities who've pushed all these thoughts that maybe they're not conspiracy theorists after all, huh, kids? Anyway, but uh, the full volume, 13 volume says, is going to be released slowly, fastly, however quickly I get them done. But I've got a sample up right now that you can get through the Jack store uh, that it helps fund the project too so hey you can have some fun download print them off and uh if you you'll either get a kick out of it you'll be offended by it or you can give them as a gift to folks they will either be getting a kick out of it or getting offended by it but it, the first 10 pages of this one are uh, all about secret societies specifically focusing on skull and bones and so an adult activity and coloring book that's going to teach you a whole lot about secret societies, and then as the rest of the volumes come out, uh, all the interesting things that show that the paranormal 
really isn't so abnormal after all. Hmm. But anyway, check that out, jackentertainment.net or paranormal.quest, and go order the sample from the Jack store today, and let me know what you think. I'm very, um, I, I can't wait to see the response to this, because again, I was laughing my head off the whole time I was putting this together, because again, it is so absurd, but I made, I made a point to actually make it as factual as it can be, and also as informative as it can be. And that again, let's think about this. You've got an opportunity for your business, your organization, your hobbies, and your groups and things like that to actually maybe create a coloring and activity book to promote said adventures. Venturing forward, we move over to our Halloween.quest outreach, where the purpose of Halloween.quest is the expression that I wanted to put out because I love Halloween. And the coolest part about loving Halloween is my wife also loves Halloween. That's one of the things that got her to be my wife, along with our daughter. Of course, she had no choice but to be growing up into it, but she really loves it, too, on the same way that we do. That It's about the spooky, kooky fun and look and sounds, sounds being the key word for this segment, that you, you, know, you only get from that Halloween season and holiday. But... Nothing says you can't enjoy it all year round because I, the, that look and texture feel and, again, sounds are, are great because, uh, to quote an old Clint Black tune, you know, ain't it funny how a melody can bring back the memory, take it to another place in time, completely change your state of mind? Well, that's what a particular website, HalloweenRadio.net, does for me on a very regular basis. Actually, before I recorded today's episode, I clicked back in and I was listening to their oldies channel, and it's just great. I just love it. It's the fun stuff, you know, the spooky kooky. I don't much care for the gore and misery and uh, the horror genres. My wife, however, she loves the Walking Dead type stuff. Me, eh, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a gory kind of guy. I like the fun stuff. So. At HalloweenRadio.net, and again, this isn't a sponsored push. This is, I just really enjoy the site. I've been listening to them for quite a few years now. And if you are of the Halloween persuasion and are not familiar with HalloweenRadio.net, you owe it to yourself to go log on. You can download the app. They've got it in the, uh, in the App Store and on Google Play. A uh, little note, though, for the app uh, or for the Apple version and on the iPhones, it doesn't work so well, and I'm of a conspiracy mind, right? So I'm thinking it's probably got something to do with Apple Music, and they would rather you go through them versus some really cool outfit like HalloweenRadio.net, who, by the way, is also, you know, they, they're pretty much, they self-fund themselves. And so right now, they're still way behind on the year to cover their expenses. They're like 37% in to cover, you know, so they've got a ways to go. So check them out. And if you really like it, it doesn't cost you anything, download the app or listen to the site. But if you do like it, kick in a couple bucks to them by way of their PayPal links and uh, help them support, you know, what they're doing, because I think you'll really have a good time with HowlRingRadio.net. Uh, one of the things that really shocked me this morning, I say shocked, I shouldn't say shocked, that's a little extreme, but that I really enjoyed this morning because they have a lot of deep cuts tracks i've never heard before from artists that you all know and one of them this morning was chuck berry did a tune called trick or treat and it was just a great tune i'd never heard it before from chuck berry dare i say the father of rock and roll uh but yeah it was really cool so check that out halloweenradio.net and get your spooky kooky on to help you through your day 
getting our closer to our conclusion we've got one more quick update to kind of put in this is actually going to be the start of a series that's going to be going through our LearnSolar.Energy outreach. And to kind of, you know, it's it's a little misleading in a way with the LearnSolar.Energy uh, because we're not just going to talk about solar options because it's a fascinating technology that's happened in the world of solar energy and the things that are available for the homes and the businesses and things. And, and that's that's why I started that. Plus, I stumbled onto that dot .Energy uh, um extension and I, I was like huh that's interesting and so i came up with learn solar dot energy huh okay well that makes sense i don't know exactly how far that one's going to go but i am going to use it as a platform to showcase review suggest recommend uh, experiment and play with new technologies because again over the past couple of years and prior to you know, we all got so caught up in our own day-to-days and, and our usual routine stuff where we get our information from and our entertainment from that there's really a lot that's been going on in the world of technology that can truly enhance and make our lives better, really and truly. I'm not going down the road of the technocracy stuff and I'm not interested in Elon Musk's brain chips or any of that stuff at all, period, the metaverse. Sorry, you're not going to sign me up for that. This is as close to a metaverse virtual reality experience that I myself will participate in. Learn my lesson from social media. Ain't going back. But anyway, with the LearnSolar.Energy platform, uh, you're going to find things that talk about the good things. and may warn you about the bad things, too. We'll just see how that goes. But this week, though, in this section of the show, we're going to be talking about uh, a technology that I just myself got really involved in about two years ago now. And that is the world of 3D printing. Whoa, 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 whoa. That was amazing. Now, again, mind you, I'm 48 years old, been on the planet for half a century now, seen a lot of things come and go, but very few things have ever just made me go this, this, now this is it. This is the one. This is so amazing. With 3D printing, the things that you can do, rather it be for your hobbies and you have fun with it. I use, I do. I print a lot of like action figure stuffs because it's fun for me. I've also created some things that kind of filled a niche inside of that hobby. You know, I made a stand. So these 8-inch Mego action figures I talk about a lot. Um, anyway, I made a stand because one of the problems with them is, you know, standing them up, you can do... But you can't do much more because they don't pose well without falling over. So the brain bucket went moving and did a little Googling, found a site called Tinkercad.com. And from there, you can actually use their platform. It's all online, totally free. And you can design things there. It's a great way to learn how to do 3D modeling. And it's really cool. So Tinkercad.com, throw that out there real quick for you. Check out. And, uh, of course, you can see some of the works and things I've created over at Jim'sToyBox.com. But more importantly, and to... In- to kind of entice you a little more, if you have not ventured into the world of 3D printing, you totally should consider it. I'm serious. Whether you have children or grandchildren, no, 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 no. This is something that is has the potential to become so commonplace in our daily lives, no different than a microwave or even a telephone, because of the advancements are amazing. I'm not even going there yet. We're going to talk about that throughout the week with this series. But just right now, what you can do with what's called PLA filament and a machine from, say, Monoprice or any Cubic or Creality, there's a lot of incredible machines that will literally, you dream it, you can get it printed, man, right here at your home. It's, it's, it's amazing stuff. If you have not 
ventured into 3D printing, I strongly recommend you do it. And now here's where I'm going to put the shiny red coat on the car, the glossy. You want to see what's going on with this thing. Go to a website that I use a lot. It's called cults.com. Right? I think I got that right. Cults.com. Make sure. Yeah. It's a, no, excuse me. Cults3D.com. Cults.com probably take you somewhere where you're going to wind up shaving your head and uh, living in the woods and you don't want that. Anyway, but Cults3D.com and there's a link uh, in the show notes at jackentertainment.net that'll take you over there to their homepage and you can see all the incredible 3D models and creations that are available to you. A lot of them, I mean a whole lot of them are for totally for free. You can just download and print them off or you can download them or and have someone else print them off for you because they've got links there too to connect you with folks who are very good uh, professional 3D printers. I'm not 100% sure on costs on that because since I've got my own machine, I've just done printing for myself. Um, and I don't, I don't, just for the record, I don't print for anybody else. I, I love you, gang, but no, I've been there, done that. That's a story for another day, but no, no commercial adventures for me in the world of 3D printing ever again. Um, but anyway, check it out. And we're again, all week long, I want to really introduce you guys to my 3D printing experience to hopefully encourage you to get into your own 3D printing experience because this is not the future. This is the now. But think how cool that is that you can think of an object, see an object, need a replacement object or something, uh, you know, literally. If it's a physical object, you can print it. It's that simple. Line by line by line by line by line. Rather it be by the PLA filament that feeds the plastic or the resin, which I haven't done personally yet, but it looks to be a little messy and I've got to get a workshop area worked out in my garage to make that happen. Or Alicia will, will just force me to live out here. And I, I don't really want to do that because it's a little cold. But anyway, it's really cool. Go check it out, cults3d.com. And surf around at those 3D models that are out there that are being created by some very talented folks. And you don't you don't want to miss out on this, okay? Don't get too far behind the curve because it's so advanced now, but very user-friendly. So, I mean, it's literally most... There are so many machines now that you can order on, say, Amazon. And they come to you and you pull them out of the box, bang, you're ready to go. Plug and play, you're done. I mean, it's just... It, it really is that simple. Some of them you've got to assemble, not that hard to do. Uh, go, to, go to YouTube, search them out, look for the tutorials, and you will be amazed, just like I was. I have no doubt. And the things that it will allow you to imagine and then manifest in the world of 3D, the world in which we live. It's fascinating. It just really is. I hope you'll check it out. Uh, and that's cults3d.com. And again, through our LearnSolar.Energy outreach, we're going to be talking about that all week long. Now, we've got to get ready to wrap this thing up. At this point, I have to say thank you very much if you made it all the way to the end here. It means a whole lot that you spent this time with me. And I hope that throughout the conversation, you learned something, you were inspired by something that I've created on my end, discovered, found, was inspired by and created. Either way it goes, the thing is, gang, we're all in this thing together. The world has changed dramatically and nothing is stopping that now. But now then is a matter of where you get the opportunity to pick which side of this thing you're going to be on. How defined is that sign or those sides? Well, for me, it's very simple. You either want to go back to what once was that person, personally, I don't think worked that well. Uh, very flawed. It needs to be restarted in a way that doesn't necessarily go along with the reset that they're participating in or promoting. 
then the other side is, is where you come back inside to you personally and get to know who you are, what you are, why you are. And that's really a side I hope most of you who are listening to this podcast will grab a hold of and run towards. And why I'm going to continue doing what I do in creating things and putting them out there to hopefully, again, inspire you to do the same because you've got that superpower inside of you and I want to bring that bad boy up. Tomorrow's show, episode three. We're going deep, boys. I'm talking every now until I am no more. But tomorrow's show is going to be fun because we're going to do something a little bit different. We've got a a great book that I'd like to suggest to you that... uh, um, I, I learned about before March 2020, uh, listened to it, and it was very, very good, very impactful, and still very applicable to today from a man by the name of MJ DeMarco, and the book is called Unscripted. I'm also going to take you back into the Jim's Toy Box archives, and I want to share some stuff that, uh, again, shows why blogging is so important, and using your hobbies to learn new things is a wonderful way to educate yourself. Uh, Paranormal Quest, uh, I've got something from way back when, when, since this is all new and we've never met, you know, there might be a couple of you, we may have crossed paths before, but I want to bring you a really cool uh, paranormal investigation that was done back in 2008 by myself and my wife, and more so my wife and her cousins that we wound up using as a television show here locally where I'm at. And I want to share that with you and talk a little bit about some of the interesting findings by way of the technique that we created. Um, Also, I want to introduce you to another fun outlet. It's like on my bucket list. I'd love to have a restaurant, right? I've always, I love to cook. I love to feed people. It's fun for me. Uh, But I also love spooky kooky stuff. And I always wanted to have my own quote unquote Mickey Mouse. And... By golly, I've done that with Max's Monster Burger. You'll learn more about that tomorrow. And then as we continue our our week-long series into 3D printing, I wanted to introduce you to the works of a fellow that can be found on cults3d.com by the name of Desert Octopus, who has put together an incredible collection of vintage toys that you, too, can now create at home. No need to surf eBay. You can just make it yourself. you got to put a little more elbow grease in than simply clicking buy now. But... The rewards are amazing. So on behalf of myself and Alicia and Caitlin, and uh, pretty much that is the Jack Entertainment Network, I thank you very much for tuning in. Be sure once again to do all the stuff you're supposed to do in helping grow outreaches and contents like this by liking, comment, subscribing, leaving a good rating. If you didn't like the show, just go away. I'm serious. Just go. I don't need to deal with bad ratings. Uh, but hopefully you liked it. And if, but you know, And if you didn't like it, email me. I'd like to know your thoughts and why you think this is not so great. You're wrong, but that's okay. No, I'm only kidding. I love constructive criticism. Send it my way. Jacksocial at Outlook.com for the email. And again, shop the Jack store. There's fun stuff we're putting up there. It's the on-demand print stuff. I'm trying to price everything nice and uh, as fair as possible. But hopefully those items that you find will add a little inspiration to your life. So check that out, jackentertainment.net. Click on the store, surf around, check out today's new coffee cup, which I thought was a great way to start this Monday. And don't forget to get your conspiracy coloring book sample, once again, the Jack Entertainment store at jackentertainment.net. Until tomorrow, you guys have a great day and look very forward to next time.